My name is Zack, and I play the Half-Elf Wizard, Alaris Geldreen, a special legionnaire of the Pandominion. You're listening to Advantage. Last episode, number 035, the party ran into conflict as they traveled upstream along the Charmed River. They rushed to the aid of a herd of centaurs under attack from an angry localized water spirit. The scrimmage was wet and fierce, but the spirit was overcome, and as a reward for their help, the herd offered their divination to read their fate and answer three questions about the world. Did they have the capacity to win the ensuing fight in Letris? Yes. Are Ulrich's family, the Malnothri clan, safe? Yes. And are the Warforge constructed by King Greysunder with the intent of expanding the empire of Hirdurth? Yes. At this point, you've returned back onto the barge with Neovan, uh, continued along your way. As you look upstream on the Charmed River, you see in the distance a line of green-leafed trees. They stand tall and proud against the barren, ashy trunks of the dead trees presenting, and it kind of presents as a wall between you. Well, Linda and Ulrich, you know this to be the edge of what Isitalos considers to be its territory. Both of you give me religion checks. Okay. Uh, 14. 13. Both of you understand this to again be the border and you can assess that it looks as though Everflame's wrath was entirely focused on the East Italian hold stopping at the border wow Alric nods their head understandingly so we're here like this is the edge of East Italian territory and right where it is stopping that's where the destruction ended and I didn't wow. think that it was. I didn't think that Everflame was this Spiteful? exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. It's just focused. It's only on Isatalos. The destruction was only on us. Well, I'm not sure what to make of it, to be honest. Not surprised. Spirits seem rather fickle and wishy-washy from what I've seen so far. This doesn't seem wishy-washy at all. It's hashtag petty, you know? It is hashtag petty. <laughs> Ulrich, you haven't seen your partner uh, so far. And as you bring the Deathbringer to shore, you see no trace of him on the... Siri... <laughs> 
and as you bring the Deathbringer to shore, you see no trace of him on the trail above the floor, uh, above the floodline. Though Alril is a, a warden scout, and therefore trained to avoid leaving a trace of his presence in the forest, you could still expect to find something yeah. of a fresh trail. I'm starting to get worried about Alril, guys. I haven't seen a trace of him in a long time. Uh, do you want to look for a cache and see if... Uh, uh, we're, we're out of East Italian yeah. territory. There oh. is no more caches. You're, you're, caches. you're at, you're at There's the gotta be border, one at the where, edge. Yeah, this is where you expected to find Phil and Rand. Yeah, then let's hop out and see... Cool. To look for him. I mean, we're supposed to meet up with Phil and Ren here anyway, so... Uh, let's hop out. Keep your wits about you, though. Alright. The Warden Cache, where you expect to find Phil and Ren, is about a half mile directly west of this bend in the river. A series of rocks and boulders crop out of this gently sloped hill. Normally this area is shaded from the sun by the canopy of trees, but today you feel the warmth of the springtime sun, which contrasts with the cool breeze. You're both hot and cold at the same time, which is annoying. Uh, you've seen no sign of Phil, Wren, or Alril as you wade through this boulder field. Even when you heave one of the stones out of the way, Alril, to reveal the small hole that contains the cache, the supplies are gone. Still no sign of the twins. Everybody give me survival checks. <laughs> I rolled a two. Mm. I crit failed. <laughs> Dang. Uh... Ulrich, you can roll with advantage. This is your thing. A 10. 12. This time I rolled 7. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Did you add survival? No, yeah, I rolled the number 3, and I got oh. to add 4 to it. <laughs> okay. The four of you are wander. Five of you. I keep... Uh, let me roll... Let me roll Neovan's survival. Please, Neovan. Nope. <laughs> Let's get into a conversation as the five of you are taking half an hour to look for a trace. Man, it seems pretty odd that they're not around in the general vicinity. Look, we I know they didn't want to leave a trail, but this is ridiculous. Like, this how good insane. are these warden scouts? Are you this good? They. This isn't on purpose. There's something wrong here. Everybody give me survival checks again. Much better. 19. 10. That Ayo. time, I crit failed. Uh, 13. <laughs> Ulrich, you, you find a Karen, a very small Karen, nearly indistinguishable to the untrained eye. You see a tiny tower of pebbles stacked maybe, and this is pushing it, six inches off of the ground. And a, you see a tiny stick point south directly into the open forest. Then Grimton sits on it. <laughs> Grimton. Yes. You don't know this, but you just messed up the only sign of them that we've had. Um, what did I do? Stand up and I'll show you. I stand. You see these little pebbles and this stick right here? They're now Obviously not. Well, they're a pile now. Right here, and I indicate a circular area that is now what, we, like where he sat and how everything's all flattened down. 
this was pointing like due south, which I think means we should go south. It's a little unsettling, like we could be heading into a trap, but it's our only lead. We need all the help we can get. Like, if Phil and Ren and Ariel are this way, we do need them. That's true. Let's go. Are y'all, like, going weapons drawn? I mean... Sort of situation? I am. Like, how, how prepped for this are you doing? An arrow knocked. Well, seeing our Swift trained warden enemies. scout is <laughs> prepared for battle, I will yeah, also be prepared. Yeah, since they're on edge. Yeah. Did you ever return flame tongue, or is it still like in your inventory? Me? Uh, no. So it's there, man. Marlon, no, you're hanging out with flame tongue. Oh uh, yeah, I do still have this. Would you like it back? I mean, I have a sword and an axe. Um, you can hang on to it if you'd like. I would love to hang on to it. What are the stats how, on this thing? How proficient are you with a sword? Uh, let me look. <laughs> I, I got it. I've got it open. Oh, um, yep. Here it is. It's an elf thing. Elf weapon Moreland training. Can and then there's most blades. I mean, yeah. Long sword, <laughs> short know, sword, just... short bow, long bow. Scimitars. Yeah. Uh, Neovan says you two should spar sometime. I'm good. I I'm here for that. I'd like to see that. Me too. I'm good. Fire sword versus lightsaber. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so you do you both respectively pull out the fire sword and the lightsaber? Yeah, what are the stats on Flame Tongue again? It's a 1d8 and you get 2d6 fire damage when it's been ignited. Remind us of the ignite word. You have to ignite it by speaking the power word abla. <laughs> <That's right>. I forgot. <laughs> Ignited right. when dice habla. It lights in your hand. <laughs> oh, um, you can just put it out. How do same I, way. How do, how do I how do I put this out? Same way. You need you, water. I say habla again. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it goes out because I did it. So you walk south into the trees, and then. You begin to smell the smoke of a campfire. You approach, seeing a hammock strung between the trunks, but you see no one. Can I do some kind of check to see if there's anything that would give this away as being, like, either, either like, some, you know, personal item that would identify it as all real Phil or Ren, or something about the way it's set up that would indicate that it's a, a Warden Scout's camp? You recognize it as a Warden Scout camp. It's it's set up in a similar way. You would only expect for there to be one hammock among Phil and Ren because one of them has back problems, like prefers to sleep on the ground. You've been around with them enough to know how they set up a camp. But there's nobody there right now. You see nobody, correct. The fire has been just put out, it seems. You guys stay here for a second. I'm going to step out. I'm going to do it, a, I guess, just a... A clean sweep? Well, whatchamacallit. That didn't help. The not thing where you look at things and it's a check. It's not perception. a perception. Uh. I'm also doing a perception check, but I am stepping into the clearing. See, I thought investigation and insight, and I was like, neither of those are it. I rolled a 17 perception, Joe, as I step out into this camp. 
That was an eight. Let me have a roll. Hey, this is unusual for me. I'm going to text you something, Steven, real quick. Okay. Ooh. Everybody give me perception checks. Do, do you 15. want me to roll another one, Joe? Uh, no, you're good. Uh, I rolled 15, uh, 20. Okay. 15. Six. Two of you. Which two? <laughs> two of you notice the silence being broken as you hear a crack of something against the trunk a few yards away. Draw my sword. Yep, I look at it and where it the sound like is coming from. Whatever. Yeah. I'm just kind of surveying the camp. Hey, Lars, there's something over this way. He says, Which pointing. Way? Which way? Uh, Steven, take narrative control of this for a sec. Do you remember episode number 001 and I'm, you dropping in on Encanus? Yeah. You guys, like, turn <coughs> to where that, like, crack sound is. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then as you turn back around, like, like let's say that crack sound came from your right, uh, you guys turn back to the left and in front of each of you, one of you is standing in front of Phil and Ren. And I mean, like, uncomfortably close, like, they're suddenly just in your personal <laughs> space with, like, goofy little grins on their faces. They're obviously having a good time. Yeah, like, you are startled <laughs> because you look to the right and then you look back to the left and then there's suddenly a person, like, four uh, inches from you. Yeah, whoever's closest to me is catching a shield to the face. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll say that's Rin. Go ahead and... Um, sorry, not sorry. Give me an attack roll. All right. I'm not going to roll a deck save. Ooh, that's a 21. Mm? All right. That was a 17, which is great. Uh, however, the stats I have for Ren are only give her a plus three. So just barely the shield hits like the edge of her mouth. Yeah, we can say like it, it graces her. <laughs> and Ren says, Jesus. I almost said Jesus Christ. That's not the, <laughs> you hit, this is not the you world You hit uh, Phil. Ren. Ren. Spirits Phil? Christ. <laughs> yeah, you you hit Phil. Uh, sure. All right. All right so uh, Phil's face is wiped from a goofy smile uh, to like hands to the face, spitting blood, uh, and Ren is automatically gonna draw her bow at you. <laughs> whoa, whoa there, Ren. Whoa there, Ren. Grimton was just a little startled. Phil, are you okay? A little startled. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Sorry, sorry guys. I didn't want to. Spo- I didn't want to spoil their fun. It's it's it's. Well, okay. You know it's call not, a greeting. It's not exactly protocol. Oh, normally it doesn't turn out like this. But it's it's generally accepted practice as a warden scout to appear mysteriously. Now, that's all great and good, but. I'm a little on edge. Sorry. I We're in the middle that. of what might be Warforged country. I apologize. How the hell's a Warforged? The hell's uh, a Warforged? We've got some information to catch you guys up on. Yeah, sure. Sit down. I'll restoke the fire. I'd like to lay my hands on him. Like, in a positive <laughs> <way>. <laughs> About to catch these hands. <laughs> but like in, in the healing way. In the paladin way. You're right. <laughs> hey, we caught these fish earlier. Is anybody hungry? We just brought the fish with us? Yeah, why not? We have a bag <laughs> of holding. 
yeah. I picture you like reaching into the bag of holding and pulling out a stringer full of like tin fish. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, this looks great. Um, God, any of you have anything that can fix my broken nose? Uh, uh, you just need to Phil let... Phil says, looking at Grimton with a nasty eye. Actually, if you just let, let me him lay touch my hands you, on you, you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trust me, Phil, it'll go better this time. Okay, tell me, tell me what this is like. How are you laying hands on Phil's nose? Thwap! So I... <laughs> I was imagining sticking Catch both fingers hands. up in a nostril, like, <laughs> and then they I glow. picture, like, yeah, my hands start to glow with that, like, healing, whitish aura, and, like, one hand is on his chin, the other one's grabbing his nose, and, like, <laughs> I do, like, pop the nose back into place, but instead of being in, like, in, an, in a, a good amount of pain the laying of hands magicness of it just kind of makes it like a a dull warm sensation as he's being mended so it's, it's it's not like the classic movie pop and then the oh no it's just like a very smooth like magical Transition. yeah okay, i'm gonna just put this back where it goes uh so to describe these two for you again they're not identical twins uh of course um they identify as different genders but they they look very similar in terms of features. Both of the twins' hair are dark and cut to a shoulder length, and then brought back into like a single braid, uh, a, a loose braid. Their faces also have similar uh, wood elf like cheekbones and uh, very slender noses. Ren's chin is more rounded than her brother's. So what's going? What's a warforged? Also. Well, there's a lot of stuff to cover. So let's bring you up to speed. Uh, yeah, let's do that. As I'm sure you're aware. Wait, hold on. Let's get some introductions. I'm Phil. I, uh, I'm Ren. Sorry. Uh, these are... Uh, Presiding Druid, Ulrich. Uh, this is the, the one who both hurt and healed you, his uh, Grimton steady hand. I would say a pleasure. Uh, but Our other uh, friend over here is Alaris Geldream. Nice to meet you. Both of them are special legionnaires of the Pandominion. <laughs> so I just got punched by a, by a Pandominion soldier then? And don't you forget it. So- <laughs> <laughs> soldier is maybe a dubious term. They're special legionnaires. And if you're not to... sure what that means, it's okay. We're not either. So <laughs> You don't have to introduce us like that. Alright, good. That doesn't seem like it's gonna be good for making us help or helping us. Can't you tell by our gorgets? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not ever letting you guys forget that you are now special legionnaires. Anyway, though. You don't have to let us forget. You don't have to tell everybody else. Nah, these guys Um, are cool. Ren reaches out and shakes the hand of uh, Neovan, who's also there. Oh, yeah. Are you a legionnaire, too? No. This is Neovan, and Neovan is not a legionnaire. Neovan is a, a a barge captain. Yeah, barge captain. Yeah, um, I, I, I know of you two. You, uh, I'm actually from Isatalis. But anyway, Phil and Ren... This is awkward. Um, <laughs> of course, you know, there is the protected remnant that is currently at Letris, and we are yeah. going to them to help fight and keep them safe. The Tempest Oath is hot on our trail, or their trail, and will be there soon. There are also Warforged in the area, and I'll let Grimton explain a little bit more of what those are. Warforged are metal 
and steam and oil. They were given sentience by the soul forgers of her dearth. And they're being used by King Greysunder, as we learned recently, not just to protect the borders, but to expand his empire. So yeah. Well, that's not great. No, it's not, and is is a uh, pressing concern because we've seen Warforged this far east. They're not just in her dearth; they're in the Watched Forest. In fact, we were in a pitched encounter with uh, some Warforged and Stormhawk. I think. Wait. Technically, we did lose that encounter. Yes. The Warforged and the spirit, Stormhawk. You know, the big angry blue bird? Phil and Red both look to you, uh, Presiding Druid. Uh, yeah, so we did actually have a run-in with Stormhawk, and it was terrifying. Um, it's been a rough week, guys. Yeah. How long <laughs> ago was that? <laughs> that? Surely that wasn't just a week. It's been like three days. Yeah. Oh my god. Spirits. I mean, oh my spirits. So yeah, uh, that happened, and then we ran up the river, and we're just trying to get to Letris. We've been here for what, maybe four nights? Yeah. Uh, then we decided to move into the trees for more cover. Glad you found us. Hey, uh, do y'all have any idea where All Real is? I was going to ask you the same him. question, actually. I don't... I, I haven't seen him since he left before us. Have, have uh, you guys seen him at all? Or Yeah, like when did you no. last see him? No. He was out in the field during the burn. We haven't seen him since before that. Like Oh, he he's alive. We two saw and a him half weeks ago. Not that long ago. Oh, good. Um, like earlier today? Like yeah, no. like yesterday? No. Yesterday, I yesterday. guess. Yesterday. But I haven't seen him since. He he set out on this path on his way to Letris, but I haven't seen a sign or anything from him. I wonder so, why he decided... Well, to be fair, we've traveled by barge, so we should have gotten here before him, right? You traveled Eventually. here by barge? Well, we traveled to a, this approximate location to the east, uh, and then walked over here, but yes, we traveled by barge. Barge captain. Okay, it's making sense now. Uh-huh. Uh, says Ran, pointing at uh, Neovan. So, so there is there is potential that he is still on his way, right? Um, I mean, we suppose. we we would have seen something. I'm I'm worried. Oh, well, what what would you? I mean, what do you want to do in that situation? Like we don't we can't really afford time to go look for him. We really can't. Like no. squadron leader, would you recommend we just wait here for the night? Yeah, and oh, Joe, just to make sure that there's enough time. How many how yeah. many days? till the event i'm gonna say that you've got eight days and again for the audience it doesn't matter what <laughs> past me has said on first countdown <laughs> new official eight days <laughs> um yeah we, we i can have the afford, power to retcon this story as i please uh we can afford to stay the night and maybe do some some recon of the area see if we can find any traces yeah we, we we've just been out here waiting for you it's been a, a, a slow few days mostly we're just spitting out theories on what's been going on with the tempest oath you, you mentioned in one of the crows uh that they're marching at the new moon that's that's your eight day mark yeah yeah to what end do you know i know that they're going to letrus to we assume do something attack yeah right yeah that's kind of the uh 
Ren says, yeah, that's kind of the conclusion that we came across, too. It's an uncomfortable conclusion. Yeah, no kidding. Though, uh, I, she says, looking at you, presiding druid. I have yep. a lot of confidence that we can we can win that encounter. Is that why the Pandominion are here? That's a slightly more complex answer, but essentially, yes. Like, okay. Like, well, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to get in on that one. Our traveling companions are here with us because they see the importance of this and how it could affect the Pandominion as well. The Tempest Oath isn't just a danger to the Watch Forest, uh, and particularly with the Pandominion fighting a war on its northern border, it doesn't really need one on its southern border. Also, particularly if Thunder is going to be starting to make moves in our direction, like, this, this could get really messy really fast, so it's in the Pandominion's interest to have some representative you know, like a special legionnaire, uh, down here <laughs> investigating things. Right. Are two of them. Come into camp and sit down. Um, I, I wish I had more to offer you. Let's start roasting these fish, though. These look good. That sounds great. Um, I'm glad you brought these. We've kind of been low on cash supplies. We've pretty much emptied it. I've been doing a fair maybe, amount of that since the burn, honestly. Maybe when Isatalos comes back, we got to make restocking the caches like a number one priority, for sure. Honestly, it it might uh, be a worthwhile endeavor to produce some, um, like, reach point caches, caches that are farther out. Like, not that get used very frequently, but that are also important. Because <laughs> once you get out of East Italian territory, like, it's difficult. Ain't nothing. Yeah, and... You know, before that wasn't much of an issue because <laughs> Isatalos stood strong, but when we suddenly found ourselves needing to be effectively literally anywhere else, then uh, I realized this gap in our planning. The, the caches weren't necessarily meant to be used the way we're currently using them, but yeah. I can see now that we might need to consider that in the future. Yeah, they used to be just aid in the, in the moment aid and now they're keeping us alive hey friends it's joe uh welcome to episode 036 of advantage glad you're listening of course we need to thank our supporters particularly our patrons uh, their funds go a long way to helping us support the show and make advantage a feasible project if you're feeling generous if you love the show and you want us to do a better job at it it would be a great deal of help if you could contribute over at patreon.com slash advantage dnd or find a link at our website uh, which is advantage dnd.com uh, we'd also like to offer recommendations for other podcasting friends of our show bombarded fate and the fable maidens and the misadventurers all three have expressed or are planning on participating in future Switch Series episodes, which is also uh, incredible news. Matt Parody from the RPG Academy is also running one, which will air on the Advantage feed. Um, of course, you know about our closest partner, How Friends Roll. Their DM Sully has been steadily working on the production of Season 4. He's recording a bunch over the next week and a half to publish uh, this next series of adventures in general we have so many friends in this community of artists and content creators uh, and it's such a joy and i want you to join in that fun too um find 
all of our friends and us on your podcast app or follow them on Twitter. Chat with us. Our handle on everything under the sun is at Advantage DND. Recently on Twitter, I've been attempting this like 30 day DM challenge, uh, exploring my lists of favorites and least favorites and so on and whatnot. Last night, I discovered Pinterest and made inspiration board made inspiration boards there we go for geographic areas uh check those out i've got some for her dearth the watch forest the pandominions the doll defeat the clear labyrinth Polgafir, everywhere um it's really neat to see those areas have a visual personality finally again if you could donate at patreon.com slash advantage gnd that'd be awesome if you can't do that leave us an itunes review okay uh Let's get back to the action. Thank you. So to kind of like lighten the the weight of this talk, Rin says, the sprites out here are terrible. They keep ambushing us with arrows and then leaving us to wake up a few minutes later. Sucks. Ah, jukebox. I hate Uh, those guys. Boy, everybody just talk all at once, huh? And all for you? Yeah. Well, look, we have strong well, feelings about those little turds, okay? <laughs> I understand that they are creatures of the Watch Forest, but they are also turds, and I don't like them. Uh, everybody roll three con saving throws and then tell me if you get less than five on any. Whoa. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. I was good. So I rolled three, five, one. <laughs> <laughs> Looking good for a large. I was I, over five twice, but then I rolled a one. I didn't 15, roll fifteen to fourteen. Yeah, I didn't roll anything <laughs> below five. The lowest I got was a six. All seven of you are complaining about these sprites. Everybody but you, Auric, and, and everybody, everybody, including you, Auric, are, are peppered with arrows from all sides. And then you see a dozen sprites appear out of their in- invisibility. Auric, you hear a familiar voice say, Ah, damn it. Is that the presiding druid down there? Look, guys, we can't keep doing this, okay? This is getting old. Wait, well, hey, listen. Auric, I'm sorry. I I hope there's no hard feelings. We're, we're testing out a new poison. One of the fellas found a hag garden nearby, and we're and it's got a bunch of gnarly stuff in it. We're would you like planning to, on going back tonight. Would you like to explain to me what my companions are now experiencing? A very, very heavy sleep. They'll be knocked out for probably another minute and a half with with no real save to wake up. I see. Mm. So not an extended rest. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what the hell does that mean? Uh, don't worry about it. So, oh, great ones of the hundreds of thousands. First yeah, of all, that's right. hi. Yep, keep, How are um, you? Hello. Um, Hello, they all say in, in unison, like all dozen of them. Also, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> besides, you know, poisoning unsuspecting victims, what are you guys doing? Well, like I said, one of our one of our guys get, found a hag garden, and we're gonna go raid it later. Just, we just want to make sure our equipment's on tip top shape. Hey, I have a question for you guys. Have y'all seen? I have an answer for you. Have y'all seen another elf in the area that like dresses like me, like a warden scout? Yeah, all dumb like that. Um. No, I haven't. You're kind of a you're. I mean, I've got these two here, uh, pointing at Phil and Red. But like you, th- you three are the only numbskulls I've seen. Hmm. That's somewhat disconcerting. The rest of you can start to wake up from your grogginess. 
Ugh, that was awful. Uh, hey, presiding druid, how are those extra, extra small mittens you promised me? They coming along well? Uh, yeah. Go ahead and give me a deception check. <laughs> no, pause, pause, pause. I need to look at my spellcasting real quick. Are you going to do a <laughs> cantrip and make some? You can't see what I'm doing right now, but yes, that's what I'm going to do. D-R-E-I-D-C-R-A-P-T. I mean, it's springtime, so no rush, but... I'm just making sure that they're they're going well and that the size is still extra extra small and not anything bigger because really that would be embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> um, um, uh, well, while you're still thinking about that, Melinda, uh, Rin has like very subtly reached behind her and knocked an arrow and is going to try to... Uh, Before... Ren does. Yeah. I'd like to try and, like, yeah, yeah. snatch the arrow out of the bow so that, like, when Ren lets <laughs> yeah, it sure. go, it just like, goes thunk. She, she's doing this in a really slow movement to try to not draw any suspicion, okay. so you can just, like, I'd like to just, stop it. I'd like to just reach over and, like, touch her bow and prevent her from doing that and give her a look that's like, we got this, don't piss them off. She looks at you and rolls her eyes but says nothing and... Puts it back. And while they're doing that, <laughs> Grimton is just now waking up. Yeah. <sighs> Who? You. Grimton. Presiding Druid, Presiding Druid, can we pepper him? Can we just give him a little bit more, please? He's very scary. Grimton. Like, no, don't make not... him any angrier than he already is. Please, 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 please. No, please. no, uh, no, 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 no. All dozen of them have bows knocked and are like ready to go. Their eyes are big. No, no, seriously. <laughs> No, okay, Grimton, Grimton, just like, He has a lightsaber. Heels. Yeah. Oh, what the hell's a lightsaber? Exactly. You don't want to find out, and <laughs> I don't want to find out what that would look like in this setting. We have more important things to attend to um, soon. A uh, couple more questions for you. Have you seen... Wait, um, truce? Kareth. Yes, I'm here for a truce. truce. Truce sounds like a great idea. A truce. All right, boys, put him down. When was the last time you saw Kareth? So, I mean, it has, we haven't seen them since we saw you last. Okay. That's good. Well, actually, I mean, I mean, like, there's some word going around in the hundreds of thousands that presiding Druid Kareth is on their way back. They were spotted with a bunch of other elves, um, uh, elves way northeast of here. But, like, I haven't seen them personally. Why? Uh, just, you know, checking in, trying to make sure I know where everybody's at. So, you... You've not seen anybody with maybe some, like, bright blue clothing anywhere around? No, I've definitely seen some people with some bright... Well, I mean, I haven't personally, again. Are they... But, like, we, the collective the collective I, if you will, um, have have seen them. Melinda, does this mean that you're both going to have to share this uh, presiding druid position now? Uh, no, if, when if, Kareth ran out, they gave up that title. <laughs> Well, I hate to tell you, but if Kareth is bringing an army, uh, you're kind of screwed. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you can only tu- you can only turn into a. St- I've only seen you turn into a snake and a, and a squirrel, and I've seen Kareth do like way cooler stuff than that. I mean, well, as of our recent like um, most, or I can do better than a squirrel now. I am still. Yeah, you tried to show that up with a snake, but that wasn't much better. I can make. <laughs> Joe, I can, like, call up alligators now. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, don't tell me that. Um, and, like I said, Carith is no longer the presiding druid, druid. When they ran out, it is my job now. And you can't be a presiding druid and then try and massacre a bunch of people of the forest. That's not how it works. So, that no, that's just not going to happen. This is my job now. Um, Sir Beachtail, I, uh, mm-hmm. I have a proposition for you. If you'd really like a place to test some of your poisons, I can think of several very, very noticeable bright blue targets uh, that we could use your help with in the ensuing conflict. They're, they're trying to descend on a town nearby... Uh, and we are there. Yeah, Letris. Yes, Letris, and we are there. I mean, that's the that's the only town that I know of that's nearby. So you are correct. I mean, besides East Italos, it used to be a thing, but you know, poof, yeah, in the smoke. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, just whoosh, up like that. We uh, just super easy, very flammable. I would personally, Man, greatly appreciate the help of the hundreds of thousands, even if just to help us in the beginning. Like, I would not want to endanger any of your people, but incapacitating our, our enemies for a minute and a half could be incredibly useful. Uh, let me talk to the guys real quick. Sounds good. They uh, disappear into their invisibility, and you've got an unknown amount of time alone. Well. Phil and Ren, this is not our first time encountering these lovely beings. I say. I mean, like, this isn't our first time encountering this either, but they tend to go a different direction. What exactly did you do to get them on your side? Well, the first thing we did is actually piss them off. Well, we've done a lot of that, so we're in the st- going in the right direction. <laughs> My bad. I'll say, Phil and Ren, that the hundreds of thousands take some getting to know, but once they know and trust you, they'll uh, they'll interact with you. They'll they'll just put you to sleep randomly. These sprite soldiers appear again. Beachtail uh, kind of flits up right in front of you, Alric, and says, "All right, we've been talking, and I have a deal. All if right. you're willing to make one, you help us out tonight, getting the steel and the herbs from the hag, and we'll promise not to test out our poisons on you anymore, and to start practicing on the blue guys." That'd be great. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I would certainly yeah, be okay. willing to help you, Orlander, to uh, to do this. And I think my compatriots would follow as well. Sure. I look at you guys like, are y'all up for this? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I don't see why. Following the four of y'all's why lead. Not? Phil and Ren. Let's say, do it. Yeah, okay. Uh, Neovan says, can I opt out and go hang at the barge?
keep your wits about you, though. All right. Says Grimton, dragging his wit. <laughs> I'm wearing mine like a scarf. I juggle mine. And then Auric puts their wit in their back pocket. 